Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin the Mustache <laughs> Bernier. What's up? What's up, bro? We have an awesome show. Uh, we were just talking about it, and like this time of the year, you can see what's gonna you know what's gonna happen in the playoffs. And we have huge news at the top of the show here. It is bam, bam, bam. We're, this is the week 11 preview. I'll start there. Okay. Big news today. Tyler's team. Uh, the computer has officially given Tyler's team a 100% chance to make the playoffs. Yep. And I don't believe that that can change at this point. I think he is locked in to the playoffs. 100%. Yep. He can lose out. So he can lose out and still make the playoffs. So that's crazy. But that gives us an idea of how and what it's going to take for the rest of us to make the playoffs. And so that is what we're going to look at today. I wonder what changed because we just, we were looking at it last night. It wasn't he at 99. Yeah, he was at 99. I don't, I don't know. He dropped and picked someone up, but I feel like that can't do it. I feel like it has to be right. Like based on wins and losses and schedule. Or may- maybe it's because today's Thursday and it starts the new week of games. Yeah, that might that might be it's yeah, that could be I don't I honestly don't know. Unless unless it was just like making sure Tyler didn't drop any of his hey, like, get rid of get rid of all his players. I, although I don't know if that could do it because he has to right. lose he's out. gonna be in anyway. If he loses out, he's still in. So Tyler is at eight and two right now, heading into week eleven. We have on a four. heater. Did he start out 0-2? He started out 0-2. He's on an eight-game win streak. There are only four uh, weeks left in the regular season. And so me and Colin are going to go over everybody's final four matchups. And basically, we were, like we were saying, like Tyler is locked in at eight wins. So if he loses out, in theory, if he loses out, he would be at eight and six. So if he is still going to make the playoffs at eight and six, that means that in order to make the playoffs, you have to have eight and six record or better. Right. Like if Tyler loses out, in theory. So eight's going to be the cutoff. So eight wins wins is going to be like the cutoff we're going to look at now i'm sure there are scenarios in which some te- like some teams could get in without eight wins i'm sure there are scenarios in which that could happen but for the for all intents and purposes today we're going to just look at like the eight win goal to get in and so that's kind of like where we're going to base things off of um a lot of people can do it a lot of people can do it. So I personally think we should start like with the more interesting ones, kind of in the middle. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, so, if you, yeah, I, I agree. So I want to look first at Ungi and Josh. So they are both five and five right now. And. We're going to look at Ungi first. His week 11 game this week, he plays Tyler. Week 12, he plays Colin. Week 13, he plays Luke. Week 14, he plays Blake. So my matchup and Blake's matchup are going to be important, right? Well, assuming Tyler doesn't just like bench all well, his he- players, knowing he's 100% in. I can't imagine okay, he's he might want to rest them. He could rest his players, but assuming he doesn't do that, he is, I would say, easily the most difficult matchup left on Ungi's schedule. I meant, mo- yeah, like I guess that is important because that changes everything else. Like if you know if Tyler's beating him. Oh yeah, that, I mean if Tyler lets him win, yeah. that's huge for Ungi. You know, that would be collusion. I don't think I could allow that, but, but. Um, but yeah, so looking at if Ungi was trying to get to eight wins here, just like strength of path. schedule, it would be, yeah, I would say that 
the easiest way to go about it would be to beat Colin, Luke, and Blake. Like, no offense, Colin, but yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, no, you, you versus no, I agree. Yeah. So it's like, For sure. that's kind of tough to me. That is hard. And Ungi has a 49% chance based on the computer. And Shuey, who has the same record right now, five and five, has a 55% chance. And I think that's because he maybe has an easier schedule. I would, I mean, yeah, that's what it's predicting. So Josh has Thomas week 11, which he could win that game. Yep. Tom Roth week 12, which he could win that game. So that puts him at seven and five. But then he has me week 13, mm. which Colin, I don't know. You can be the deciding factor. I personally think it's a tough matchup for Shuey. Probably. I would I would want to see what the games are for that week. Right. That's true. We got to look at buys and everything. But without saying all that, and then week 14, he has Matt, who is that's currently at the too. top. He's got a two-game losing streak right now, so maybe losing his grip on uh, the firm playoff hold, but he's got a 97% chance. So it's a tough match. He's a he's what's his record again? Matt. Yeah. Seven and three. You're right. So that's why he's so. so that would be a Basically, tough. you're going to grab one, at least one win, over these next couple games. Right. Even if Shuey and Ungi could get to seven wins, I mean. You know, we're talking about eight wins, but mathematically, I think seven wins could do it if other people, if certain people Depending. lost and certain people yeah. won. Right. So, I don't know. For both of them, they have, they need to win one of their like two tough matchups. You yeah. know what I mean? And, well, and not have a bad week. You know, you have to look at the matchups. It's like, even though they're playing, whoever that might not right. have this good of a team like if it's a bye week or something so Injuries. let's look at let's look at Blake and Mike they are both at four and six this week and they play each other in week 11 oh big game so that's a big game they basically, they basically roommate need rivalry. They need to win out to get yeah. to eight. They're yep. both at four and six. So really, this week will determine a lot in terms of. Did, did you see they moved the um, Browns game? Brownies game. I saw that. Yeah, and I was get, thinking like, about three feet of snow. Fantasy implications the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. Dave Davis isn't going to catch. They're going to play in a fucking dome. It's kind of right. bullshit for the Browns. It is, dude. Because we were just ran all over. I'm. Yeah, I was gonna talk about that later. I'm kind of pissed sorry. about it. No, we'll, we'll come like, back. Yeah. Okay. We, okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's let's a start teaser, with, Nick. Teaser. Yeah. Keep teasers. the yeah. Keep the listeners going. So let's go into Blake's final four mat. Final four matchups here. He's got Mike, who is in the same position as Blake in terms of needing to win out, basically, to yep. get in. Then he's got Tyler. Week 12. Then he's got Dylan. Tough. Week 13. Tough. Then he's got Zach. Week 14. No, no easy. So, I mean, there's never not, a give me, but when you're right. looking at it, it's just like these are yeah. Easy. He doesn't have, basically, and a nicer way to put it is he doesn't have a bottom three guy on his right. You know, final four game two. And I was I would still be nervous playing any single team, but that looks oh pretty, for sure. Yeah. Because, you know, on any given week, injuries and shit, anybody's team could be better than the week before. Um, Mike has Blake week 11, Matt week 12, Colin week 13, Nick week 14. So that is tough. And let's see what the computer, the computer gives them both 21% chance to make the playoffs. Okay. So they're definitely not out. dead even. No. Right. Dude, not at all. But whoever wins this week, the other one is going to drop to much lower. Like they're not, it's going to be, you know, because they play five, each other. 10%. Right. That's what I would guess. But the person who wins this game this week is really going to be in a position to really actually make the playoffs. 
especially based on, you know, what like Ungi and Shui do, who are right above them in the standings at five and five. So, yeah. Ungi could lose against Tyler. I, I mean, Josh can lose against Thomas in week 11. But, you know, if like either of them loses, that's going to be good for Blake Me. and Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we can talk about you and Dylan next. You guys are both at six and four. The percentage that the computer is giving you is definitely skewed. It's the only like, six and four team with. Well, you guys are the only matching um, records to have this big of a difference in percentage to make the playoffs, which I thought was interesting. Colin, you have a 68% chance based on the computer, and Dylan has an 89% chance based on the computer. So he probably, I'm just not favored to win any of my upcoming games. So, Colin, you played Dylan in the first, in week 11. So, right yeah, so this is the same scenario as Blake and Mike, except not as high as stakes because if even if you lose this game, you could still make the playoffs, obviously. Um, but you're going to want to win because this is the guy who you're directly competing against with yep. the records. So after week 11, Colin, you play Zach in week 12, Mike in week 13, and Luke in week 14. So not terrible, honestly. No. Winnable. Dylan plays Colin week 11, Matt week 12, Blake week 13, Tom Roth week 14. So and we have might, a Tom Roth and a Luke. that might be where he's getting the edge on you. Oh, no, you have Lucas. Right. So you both have a bottom three. So that's interesting. So I'm, I'm thinking it's because it's Dylan is favored in this matchup. Right. No, I'm right. betting it's based on your matchup this week. Probably because he's he he's he, yeah, he's heavily favored. And they're saying if he beats me, he's right. going. Then he's got yep. a better chance. Okay, so that's what it is. So that's in interesting there. Um I like both your chances, obviously, at this point. Yeah, Still I think mid. it's it's a coin flip. Yeah. This week's gonna everything mean seems a lot. Kinda, yeah, for sure. This 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 week means a lot for a lot of teams here. Pretty much every um, game. Let's Except look for... at the twin three and seven teams and the twin Toms down here. They both have kind of tough matchups, although they play each other in week 13. So <laughs> that's their easiest matchup left <laughs> in the final four weeks. To start, Tom Roth in week 11 has Matt. Week 12, he has Shuey, week 13, he has Thomas. Week 14, he has Dylan. And the computer is giving him 2% chance to make the playoffs. So I, wonder, I mean, I wonder what would have to happen. Yeah, obviously, he wins out. Right. So that would put him at 7-7. Seven and seven. So I guess, I guess mathematically, 7 wins could get you in. I'm assuming... It would have to be something weird. The way I see it is... Myself, Matt, and Tyler went out, and then the like the three lowest people competing for the playoffs lose out. Lose out. That's how these lower guys would even have a chance to get up there. And I know that's oversimplifying it significantly, but it's like got to be some, yeah, something close to that. Um, Thomas has a one percent chance to make the playoffs. He has. Josh in week 11, Nick in week 12, Tom Roth week 13, and Tyler in week 14. Yeah, that's tough. He just, yeah, his, I mean, he had injuries and like a lot of his players, he just couldn't get it going. The way I see it, I think he's going to start playing better, but is, I mean, at this point in the season, you can tell whose team, like which teams are better and which teams are worse. You know, like just by experience, who, who would you rather play at this point in the season? But like some of these guys have had a chance. Everybody plays everybody at least once. Yeah. So like, and then we had we we have one game where we double play, right? We have three games. You play 
three people three times twice twice yeah. right like i played you or i'm going to play you ungi and thomas three times okay or two times each this season sorry <laughs> um lucas at two and eight has a one percent chance so him and thomas tied um he plays me mike zach and colin luke so, we can get some trades done at friendsgiving we did last year i mean me got and lucas got a chance, discussed buddy. it we were talking some trades as well and we discussed just like at this point if i was lucas what I would be doing is looking at the three weeks of the playoffs and trying to acquire players who have favorable matchups for those yeah. games. Like if nothing else, if all of the things are equal, like right. try to you get guys who plan. are right. You better and plan accordingly, buddy. Right. <laughs> so that's yeah, what you I would definitely be doing. don't want to just like roll over. You're going to want to find matchups. I don't know if it's possible to find matchups that are specifically good against specific people. That's but, like, dude. you're going to you be really playing, have to get in the lab. You're going to be that. playing Thomas and Tom <laughs> like, Roth, so you better know how to beat those boys, you know? Get yeah. in the lab and figure out how to play. What's it? What's Luke's name Thomas right now? Alan sucks cocks and dicks. <laughs> he, just had, he just can't get over that uh, Alan thing. Poor guy. All right. Just to wrap things up, um, Matt is at seven and three right now. He has a 97% chance to make the playoffs. Week 11, he plays Tom Roth. Week 12, he plays Dylan. Week 13, he plays Tyler. Week 14, he plays Josh. So I'm thinking he can scrap one win out of that. I like that he plays Tyler again. Yeah, that's good. No, he hasn't played Tyler even. This is that once. No, nope, oh, this will be sweet. the first time they play. Um, at least I think so. I don't think they played once. It's possible though. I am at seven and three. I play Lucas in week eleven, Thomas in week twelve, Josh in week thirteen, and Mike in week fourteen. You feeling pretty good over there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, you're looking at four wins. Uh, I'm potentially. I don't want to, you know, knock on wood. I don't know how matchups look and everything, but and barring injuries, of course, that's always right. a stipulation. Yep. But everything we're Cooper talking Cup. about, I could, I could potentially lose Cooper Cup for the rest yep. of the season. I, I think I should. Uh, we'll talk about that. Drop him, right? Drop him. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I mean, I don't know if if, if he has any chance of coming. No, back I'm going to do it, and if it, yeah, and if it backfires, I'm going to say you told me to. Your fault. I mean, I highly doubt anyone's going to scoop <laughs> him up right away. No. Right. I'm just kidding. Uh, and then Tyler has a 100% chance to make – I have a 99% chance, by the way. Tyler has a 100% chance to make the playoffs. He plays Zach week 11, Blake week 12, Matt week 13, and then Thomas week 14. So that week 13 matchup against Matt, that'll be basically for seeding. Well, I th yeah, that's what I'm That'll thinking. Have he, gets, he still is going to want to keep winning because it, is it one and two get a buy? Yes. So yes. That, I mean, there could be a lot. Even though he's in, there's going to be a lot oh, of changes. Definitely, you definitely want to get that buy if you can. I'm hoping that Tyler beats Matt, so right. that that's that'll be better for me in the long run. Assuming Tyler just stays ahead of me the whole the rest of the time. Um, yeah, so that's the records in the final four games. I don't know if, if it was interesting for anybody else, but I personally think it's fun like to figure out it. and see what people got to do to get in. What's the, we got a Thursday night game, isn't it? Green Bay. Yeah, Green actually, Bay. I don't have any players in the game tonight. I think Dylan has someone for Green Bay. Tennessee versus Green Bay. Yep. Oh, God. Lucas has Derrick Henry. Oh, God. What's he have, like, 50 points already? <laughs> he has 3.1 points. All right. Uh, let's take a look at the Week 11 matchups we'll dive into this week. 
we can start, I guess, with myself and Lucas. I am projected 156 and Lucas is projected 129. And that's with Henry already having three points. Yeah, but I almost think that took his projection down. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lucas has Joe Burrow, which I, I'm scared of. Derrick Henry, He's which playing I'm scared of. Pittsburgh, too. Joe right. Burrow. I mean, Pittsburgh's defense is good, especially now that Watt's back. Oh, that's right. But fuck, I mean, it's Joe Burrow, and he's got his weapons. And I don't know, Jamar Chase, he's not playing this week, right? I think he's Mm -mm. still out. But Then he's got James Robinson, Keenan Allen, which I don't even know if he's playing. He's practiced twice this week, which is good. (laughs) There's no way he's playing. Watch. (laughs) I'm hoping he doesn't play so I can put in – uh, Josh Palmer, but yeah, Lucas. I mean, Mark Andrews is questionable still. Brandon Cooks is coming off of an injury. It's just, I really like the Jets' defense for you, Lucas. That's good. Good, good ad. And also, you know, he's on buy down there. But Colin, you might not like this. Lucas grabbed Rashad White. And yeah, I don't. I've, I, I was looking at him for a while, and it's like, you know what? I personally think that's a good grab. It definitely is. He was, he's going to start getting way more carries regardless. Yeah, he, they said he started the game in Germany, like he did. He he got the start, quote unquote. But it was because was that the Seattle game. Yeah, it was the one in Germany this past week. Yeah, but it was because Leonard Fournette didn't have a passport until like he looks like a, a guy that would hours, not have a fucking passport. A couple dude. hours before they left. Have so you they, seen what so that's why like? they named him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's why they named uh, Rashad White the starter. But I yeah, do agree. Like the other that he's guy's an touches. idiot. <laughs> yeah, Fournette, what are you doing? Um, on my team, I'm starting Fields. I'm starting Brian Robinson. Right this week. Are you going? He's, he's playing Houston. He's got a favorable favorable matchup, and I think Antonio Gibson. He doesn't have a questionable tag, but he like rolled his ankle in the game uh, this past weekend and came out of the game for a little bit. So, yeah, I'm thinking Brian Robinson's got a good chance to get a bunch of touches. He had a good game against Philly, too. Like, he's coming off a hot week. And I don't think Vegas, are they good? Or Houston, you said, right? Yeah, Houston. Then I got Barkley. Then I got Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I'm not not excited about Barkley. I got Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown. They're both questionable. Both did not. Oh, actually, I should say both were limited in practice today, which is a good sign. But yeah. just, I'm just hoping they rest, probably. And then I'm starting Pollard and Deonta Foreman right now. Eagles defense, Graham Gano. I got some options, but that's what I'm rolling with as of. I'm surprised about Foreman. You don't like the matchup? I don't know. I mean, he's a starting running back. Yeah, so it's right. Like, it's a safer play than like Pittman. Pittman's yeah. got a higher upside, probably, but I don't know. All right, next matchup: Tyler versus Ungi. Tyler's projected one thirty-nine. Ungi's projected one twenty-one. Uh, Tyler's got Herbert, McCaffrey, Jamal Williams, Ceedee Lamb. Devonta Smith, Travis Kelsey, Peoples Jones, Raiders, Raiders defense. I guess because they're playing Denver. You're right, Denver Harrison can't score. That's a matchup play, Tyler. Nice. Holy shit! Traylon Burks is on his bench. He's got five five point three points right now. So good for Burks. It's good to see him back. I, I drafted Burks. Really? Right. Yeah, at the I beginning of the that. season, he got hurt. Ungi's got Aaron Rodgers in this game. He's got Nick Chubb, which we were. We can okay. We can jump back to the Browns game here because right. Nick. It was supposed to. They were supposed to get like three feet of three snow feet in Buffalo. Snow. Yeah. Apparently, though, it was supposed to be like up, and then on Saturday, it was supposed to be snowing. Minimal snow coming During down actual on game. Sunday. Right. Right. They said like travel is like what I heard. Right. I think they did it for travel purposes, but it's, I personally think it's bullshit because like 
what they're worried because Josh Allen can't like throw the ball down the field and it's like a big yeah game well and think Buffalo. that they definitely had a game plan going in like hey we're playing outside in Buffalo snow oh yeah like, dude we all of a sudden be. it's like oh fuck we're in a dome right I mean okay. that's clearly advantage Buffalo yeah, you. At, at yeah, least in terms of offense. Anytime you're playing a better team, you want the conditions to be shit. Well, no, I mean if your run game is better, which yeah, ours is, then you it's think like, then you would think running the ball is the way to do it. I mean, it's good for Gabe Davis and some of my other like. Oh yeah, Josh no, Allen. I mean, yeah. I mean, Buffalo's fantasy wise. I mean, we can still run on them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now it's just an e- a more even. Like if you if you don't have to play Mother Nature. At the same time, you think they have to agree to that? Like, when the NFL is like, "Hey, we want to move it," and you're like, "No." That's a good question. Like, or is that just like? I would assume they have to, but then I guess on the flip side, I bet the NFL just has the authority to just do it whenever they want. You have to do this. So that's yeah, that's interesting. I I wonder. Um, Youngie's got Chubb. He picked up Jalen Warren, Pittsburgh's uh, young. Running back behind. I, Najee I think Harris. that's smart. He's playing him this week, though, which is like kind of aggressive. Yeah. I mean, he must be. I think he's probably good. desperate. He needs a. I don't he's think got, he has another. The only other running back he's got is Clyde Edwards Alaire. And he's just ready to make a, a switch up. I mean, I yeah, I like Jalen Warren. I grabbed him, I dropped him, but. I saw that. Reluctantly. And I think it was a good pickup for Ungi. He's got Amon Ross St. Brown. He's got. Uh, Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Higby, who could be an interesting matchup. I think he's going to benefit player. the most from Cup being out. Cup. That's my. But Stafford's not even in. I know, but I think he's right. So no one will really benefit. Just like I think he's a big target, and if if anyone's going to get Enzo, like an established guy, game. right? Yeah. And he's got Ravens defense and Justin Tucker. Yep. Okay, next one we're gonna have the big matchup, Blake versus Mike, and this one is roommate rumble. really close actually. Blake is projected one thirty, Mike is projected one thirty seven. They both got good quarterbacks. Josh Allen, like we just talked about, is now playing in a fucking dome, so he should be perfectly fine to toss the ball around to Stephon Diggs. If I was Mike, I would be upset about it. Yeah, Mike, call, call the league. Yeah, call the league, Mike. Blake also has Devin Singletary, who will probably benefit from playing in the Dome. He's got DeAndre Swift, which is kind of a scary start, honestly, at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. And then he's got, wow, he's got Cortland Sutton, and then both Green Bay's receivers, Alan Lazard and Christian Watson. So Christian really Watson, to... did he just pick him up, I think? He did. He just got him off waivers this week. We're midway through the first, and they have two goose eggs. No points yet. Dang. Okay. Blake's got Paris Campbell on the bench. That I might... tried to pick him up. That might have been a play. Man, that... I mean, they're Everyone... playing... Dude, everything you saw, though, was start Watson. Everything I'm not. I, a, I don't, dude. The thing to me about Watson is okay. Yeah, he had three touchdowns, but guess how many passes he caught? Like five, four, six. Yeah. Guess how many passes he dropped? I don't three. Know. <laughs> so he got so targets, but yeah, he got targets, but he he made mistakes. He drops balls. I mean, he's got big playability. Don't get me wrong, but like this was an yeah. insane. I, I don't know why of a game. At least in terms of you the think, year so far. I, in terms of the year so far for him. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. I just yeah, it was I, like, I, all I of a sudden know. he had one game. Everyone's like, I also just don't now. trust Green Bay, and I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. So, Anti Aaron Pod. All that to say, I you know Christian Watson could be a great play this week, but I personally would have been debating between Watson and Paris Paris Campbell. That would that, that would be Paris a coin Campbell. flip. I would have been back. I wouldn't. I don't know he what I would have done. a ton of targets, Paris Campbell, especially with Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan. Yep. Um, All right. Taking a look at Mike's team, he's got Lamar. He's got Jonathan Taylor, who's back. He's got James Conner, who's back. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. So he's playing Cincinnati's receivers, and Blake's playing Green Bay's receivers. Then Mike's got uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who is really, really good. 
And he's got Daryl Henderson, who is really not that good. But Rams. Right, it's on. he's on the Rams, but he splits the backfield with like three guys. He probably just – did he just pick him up? No, I think he started him last week too. Um, he's also got the he's Bills probably going to put Kenyon Drake in. Hopefully. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I might even go with Darnell Mooney if I was him. But uh, Bill's defense, that's a good play. Nick Folk, that's a good play. So Not Mike's bad. Bill's, a, Bill's defense this week, though, buddy. I don't know. Against Brown. the Brownies? That's true. Brown, hey, Brownies in a dome. Brownies in a dome. We, we're a dome team now, Nick. We're a dome team. Yeah. I mean, we belong Born. indoors. Yep. We used to be outdoor dogs. Now nope. we're indoor dogs. House trained. Yep. Potty pads. Mm-hmm. All right, jump into the next one. And I do have a question about this one. Okay. Okay, so it's Matt, who we all know, Massage and Watson. But then we have Tom Roth, who changed his name again. Now he's Lil Kirk in the Cowboys. <laughs> and Wasn't he the Kitty Cats? He was the Kitty Cats. Now he's Lil Kirk in the Cowboys. But my question is, Tom, why the Cowboys? Because you literally have no Cowboys players on your team. <laughs> I thought maybe the defense. No, none of it. So it's confusing to well, me. Maybe he's maybe he's anti-Cowboys. I see um, he's got some Minnesota players. I have playing. no idea. We're going to have to ask him about it. I'm sure he's got a story knowing Tom. But he is starting Kirk Cousins this week. So there you go, Tom. He's finally in the starting lineup. Joe Mixon, uh, David Montgomery, who is now projected a lot more points than he was uh, before Khalil Herbert was put on IR. Yep. So hopefully, you know, he can live up to that. He hasn't been super productive this season, but, I mean, it's looking like a good role moving to the end of the season. Plus, he's got great matchup against Atlanta this yep. week. Uh, he's got Devontae Adams, who's really good. Terrence Marshall, who's – I have no idea. He's on Carolina. I'm guessing he's not that good. That he's got Adam Thielen, who's been a little down this season. Drake London, Cardinals defense, Chase McLaughlin. And then Matt has Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Terry McLaurin, Devin Duvernay. Uh, Michael Carter, Isaiah Pacheco, 49ers defense. Young Hoku, who is a stud. <laughs> a stud. So as he's he's going right with the Pacheco start. Just picked him up on yeah, waivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he's sort of feeling pressed into that because he's got Lockett on by, Julio Jones on by. I mean, I guess he could put Dulcich in there. Huh? Against they, Vegas, they, that they, might they, be a good play. play. Denver. Or, I mean, Pacheco they, might be. Yeah. I don't know. It's just tough to say. Hot. When they, all these backfields have three running backs in them, it's tough to say. Yep. But Matt is favored. He's projected 139 to Tom Roth's 125. Okay, let's take a look at the next one. Dylan versus Colin. Uh, Colin, you're projected no. 115. A little banged up this week. Dylan's projected 134. That's why your playoff projection is so different. Yeah. It's got to be. that Just because Dylan is favored in this matchup. Colin, you're rocking Daniel Jones, which is not a bad play. They're playing Detroit. I think he could actually be good this week. Me too. Miles Sanders. Uh, who's Murray? What's his first name? He Latavius. is the uh, veteran uh, running back. <laughs> Could that great squad in Denver. I, I I couldn't remember what the L stood for. Latavius Murray. Loser. Loser Murray. You also got Jacoby Myers, who I like. Gabe Davis, love. who I love. Oh, yeah. You obviously Incredible. love that guy. Game, boy. I mean, fuck. If I got to pick who I... If, if, if it was between Gabe Davis and Michael Pittman, I would have rather kept Gabe Davis. Would you, yeah, have taken, like, uh, would you have taken no, Pittman? I like Gabe yeah. Davis way more. Right. Dude, he so. had a good, great week last week. 20 I know. some points. 20 points. He's, he, and he we're going just, to the dome, baby. Bus type of 
Right. Going to the dome. The dome. No, Brownie's defense is stopping. You got Brandon Ayuk, who's doing really well with uh, Garoppolo. Rondell Moore, who sneaky good. We'll see. Well, uh, you see who I got on my bench down there. Yep. Marquise. So, I have to keep uh, an eye on him. You got Patriots defense. Greg Joseph. You got Cooper Cup still. I know you're just holding on to him because it's tough to let him go. We're, we're Hey, we're making arrangements. We're calling utility companies, getting the funeral stuff ready. Sure. Takes a second, Nick. Sure. I'll, I mean, I'll yeah. Hey, it's a lot of, re- it's a lot of uh, red tape and paperwork. I get mm-hmm. it. Trust me. You can't just drop a dead guy. Oh, dude, it took me so long to drop Trey Lance. <laughs> and then, like I, actually, I'll just look. I'll keep him down there for moral support. He's cheering us yeah. on. And then even longer, uh, Brees Hall kept him for a long time. Yeah, that, that one hurt. I remember. But I'm thinking if there is – I think there's no, basically no chance he's going to come back this season. Yeah, I just um, – I was looking at it, and he's not going to. I just don't know who to even – like, that, yeah. you know, you're going to go on the thing. It's like, drop Cooper Cup for who? I was looking at waivers, like – after we went through our waivers and they passed and everything, there's no one. There is, it is bleak right now. Dude, it, it is <laughs> like, like I look at the top available and it's like, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. I will say, like, Dalton Schultz, the tight end for Dallas, Jesus, is like, what a reach. I, I know. I know. At least he's part of Dallas's offense. I mean, he's, he's projected 11 points. That's like the highest projection other than a quarterback you're going to see. Yeah. on the waivers but uh, yeah it's bleak but you got Odell I think that's a good stash and if you do make the playoffs Odell will be I mean I think he might come back for the regular season I'm hoping like our like by week 14 you think that quick yeah he's supposed to sign yeah but now. sign and then get into get, get into an offensive yep. play Dude, he'd, be, he'd be ready to roll all right. Well, we'll see. Um, Dylan, Dylan's got Jalen Hurts, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, who's playing tonight. He's got three point two points right now. Uh, DJ Moore, who, if I was you, Colin, I would not worry too much about. Mari Cooper. Hey, he's in a dome. Playing in a dome. He's a, he's another dome guy. Uh, Antonio Gibson, who. I got the other running back for Washington, Brian Robinson. So you're I thinking guess. Gibson's having a down week, huh? Well, like I said, Gibson <laughs> kind of rolled his ankle in last yeah. week's game. Gibson's the pass catching back. For Which Washington. I like. Well, but I remember who's that other guy, McKissick? Or M- McK- JD, JD McKissick is yeah. hurt and out right now, so it's just these two. Okay. They're playing Houston, which is a favorable, favorable matchup for running backs specifically, and then also... Washington should be able to put up points, and by the second half, they should be running the fuck out of the ball. And Gibson's more of the pass catching back, and Robinson, who I have, is more of the like runner, first and second down runner. And so I'm hoping that Brian Robinson has a big game. He might. And then for you, Colin, I'm hoping that Gibson doesn't have a good game. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I, I think I really actually have somewhat of a chance. Waddle's out. He does have Waddle out. He's got the commander's defense. They're playing Houston. I don't know what that means because I don't know if they're like good or not really, but they got a good matchup against a shitty offense. He's got Evan McPherson. I mean, yeah, he's got Waddle out. That's like one of his big, big pieces. Zach Ertz, is, is he out forever? Yeah, he's on IR. He could drop him. Maybe I'll he's trade got Pat Fryermuth in there right now. Pittsburgh's tight end. He, I, he's got a. He's been playing really good. He seems like he should belong on your team because he's got a mean mustache. Does he? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm gonna s- just switch my roster to only guys with mustaches. <laughs> yeah. See, Dylan's got Packers defense on the bench right now. 12 Doing points. All right. Oh, yep. that reminds me. Hmm. I had an idea. Should we next season make one of our flex spots 
able to hold a defense. So you yes. could, in theory, play two defenses at a time. Well, How dude, fucking fun would that be? That would be, yeah, because I'm the variations on scores of defenses, though. Is, is there crazy. enough? How many teams? Yeah, 32, de- 32 defenses. Five. Well, no, you don't have to play a second defense. It's just one of the An flex option. positions would so be. So people open. be stashing defenses. Right. Defenses? So, so Dylan yeah. has two defenses. He's got Packers on his bench right now. In theory, he could play Packers defense and Commanders defense in the same week. Right. And right now, I would be probably starting a defense. If well, I was dude, allowed. because defenses are actually like better than some of these flex players at this point in the season by with all these injuries far. and buys. I think, yeah. I like, had a 40 think about defense. how crazy that would be to, to consider starting a defense over like a wide receiver in the flex spot. I think with this many people, it just make, gives you another I think, a little twist, you I, know, I wanna, more opportunity. I'm going to put it to a vote after the okay. season, and I – or maybe I shouldn't even put it to a vote. Maybe I should just make an executive decision. Uh, you mean be a dictator, Nick? This is a free league. We're putting it to a vote. Okay, fine. Let me write it down so I remember. And if you and we can hire Put guys. It. And if you don't vote yes, you get your knees broken. So <laughs> okay, so I can't just the make union. a decision. No. So yeah. it's I'm not even a dictator. I'm just like I'm now I'm like flat. Mob Putin. boss. Yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. I think he's probably in the mob. Uh yeah, the KGB or whatever, Russian. But I do that's a great idea. I like I thought that, that was interesting. I yeah. think it's it's worth definitely worth uh it's like at. you get someone hurt and you're like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna throw a defense in here. They right. get a matchup. Oh my god. I, I really like that idea, actually. I like that idea. All right, we have one more matchup to get to. This one is 50-50 right now. Thomas versus Shuey. Thomas is projected 120, Shuey's projected 121. We'll start with Thomas. He's got Jared Goff, Austin Eckler, Cordero Patterson. Debo Samuel, uh, Curtis Samuel, Ezekiel Elliott, and Kareem Hunt, Bengals defense, Cairo Santos. Is Zeke playing for sure? Not for sure that I've seen. So you might have to switch. Very promise. I think it's, I think he's going to play, but it hasn't, I don't think he's like 100%. Like, I think it still might be game time decision. I personally hope he doesn't play and I can play um, Pollard with uh, confidence, you know? I think you can play Pollard either way. I can I play him either way. I don't think they're going to give him, like, yeah, he's still going to get a shit ton of work. I'm thinking I have a better matchup if Zeke were to play. But if Zeke weren't didn't play, then I think Pollard is my is a, the best, like, matchup. That I could put in there. So Yo, he's got another, he's got a dome boy. Kareem. Kareem. Oh, yep. Playing in the dome. So and then uh Shuey's got Dak Prescott playing Minnesota. Najee Harris, not a great matchup, I don't think. Damian Pierce. Um, I think it's in Pittsburgh. Okay. They're playing Cincinnati. Najee Harris hasn't been great. But he's got Damian Pierce, who's very good. Mike Williams, who may or may not play this week. Hoping he does not play this week. Chris Olave. Deontay Johnson. Gus Edwards. Saints defense. Daniel Carlson. Another person using a waiver wire ad right off the rip. Gus Bus. Gus Bus. I mean, I feel like I don't know if that, that must be his best option. Although Elijah Mitchell, dude, I'm I'm a little bit surprised he's not going with Elijah Mitchell. Who do they play? They play Arizona, Arizona. but like, he got a ton of touches last game. And I just don't like Baltimore's backfield, it's hard to predict what they're going to do. 
but it sucks. He's got Tyree Kill and Kenneth Walker both. On I think Mitchell, Mitchell, you just don't. I mean, wasn't he out like the whole year? And he just came back. It's like yeah, I don't know. He just came back, and now he's splitting time with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but it's like you saw one game. I guess that's true, but well, I guess same thing with Edwards. I mean, yeah, get Edwards has been was injured, came back, and then got injured again. Now he's back again. Dude, he's so good, though. Yes, he is. So that's Shuey's matchup. I mean, this will be a really close one. Thomas, this is a must win for Thomas. And kind of a, I mean, it's a must. Kind of, this is you just want to, you got to win this one. I would say must win for both of them. So yeah, so that is the week eleven matchups. Colin, you want to do pod picks this week? Sure. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's start with me versus Lucas. Derrick Henry has uh, 4.6 yards right now. I mean, 4.6 points right now. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to say Keenan Allen makes a (laughs) incredible return to the field, and he has a 40-point game. Luke pulls out the win here. The crazy thing is, I'm pretty sure – the Keenan Allen actually has projected points. He's not projected like zero. He's actually projected points. Right. So, dude, watch out. The return of Keenan. I have no oh idea God. if that's even a possibility. Derrick Henry is racking up yards as we speak. He now has 5.2 points. So, swaying the percentages. It was just Lucas just had 40%. Now he's got 41% chance to win. God, he's got a hundred percent chance in my eyes, Nick. He's he's got the win. So you're fucking picking Luke. That's bullshit, <laughs> dude. Yeah, your team looks trash. I am taking myself. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, <laughs> confidence is key. One fifty six. That has to be the most. <laughs> the it's projection. the highest projection of the week. It is. It's by it's by it is by like twenty points. That's fucked. And I don't even have my highest projected players in my starting lineup. What an issue to have. I I could make my starting lineup projection better if I wanted to. I bet your bench could probably beat my team. Maybe. I I mean my bench is my bench is kind of good, dude. I have I have Geno Smith who could start on a bunch of teams. Michael Pittman, Juju Smith Schuster, Raheem Mostert, Josh Palmer, Kadarius Tony. I'm losing to that squad. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty good, especially this week. But, Palmer Palmer could have a great week. Tony's going to basically be the only receiver in Kansas City this week. And, I mean, most it's on by. So yeah, I mean, it, it, hey, you're going to have all those guys sitting on the bench scoring and while Luke beats your starters. See, that's why I'm nervous because I, now I have to make the right decision. It's not like, oh, it's obvious. I just got to play my best guys. It's like, no, you have yeah. to actually – This is Manage. what happens when you load your roster up with talent. Yeah, <laughs> you good. struggle. Um, okay, moving on. That was fun. Uh, Ungi versus Tyler. And just so everybody knows, Aaron Rodgers has seven and a half points right now for Ungi. Ooh, did he throw a touchdown? He must have thrown a touchdown. He did 61 yards and a touchdown right now for Aaron Rodgers. Wait, who did he throw it to? Did he throw it to Christian Watson? Holy, fuck, oh, who, who, who are we? Like, oh, is that yeah, we were just talking. Oh, he's got eight. Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be Holy it. shit. So maybe Watson's the real deal. What am I? What, That's what, what am everyone I talking said, about? dude. All the analysts. Actually, my personal analysis. Yep. My personal analysis um, was Kadarius Tony over Christian Watson, and I'm eating it right now. I am totally eating it. <laughs> uh, what are the projections on this again? Tyler's projected 139, and Ungi's projected 124. I just – I can't see Tyler losing. Okay, you're going to take Tyler? Yeah. He's I'm Thomas take... number two. Huh? From last year. He just can't lose. He was unstoppable. Yep, until the playoffs, then he was yep. stoppable. Um, Just for the sake of competition, I'm going to take Ungi here. Yep. All right. I like rooting for Ungi because he's got Nick Chubb. Right. And it'll be interesting to watch the rest of this Green Bay game now. 
Big time. Um, next matchup, Blake versus Mike. It is currently 50-50. It was not 50-50 when we first went over it. Nope. Because Christian Watson now has a touchdown, one reception for 14 yards and a touchdown. Wow. It's like ide- an ideal fantasy catch. 8.4 points he, okay. in one play. Last week, he was four catches for three touchdowns. This week, he's one catch for one touchdown. That is ultra efficient. That is insane. Uh, Alan Lazard has one catch for two yards and 1.2 points right now. So Blake has nine and a half points and Mike has zero. I'm picking um, Mike solely because I think. Dude, both of their teams are low-key loaded. They are. They're scary. But Blake's, you know, he's got a lot of dome guys who are anti-dome. They don't like playing in the dome. Sure. So they're going to have a down week. So Buffalo. you're thinking Mike? Yeah. All right. I am taking Blake. I think, I think Lamar, Lamar is going to go off to stomp Carolina. Yeah, that very well could happen. That very well could happen. I don't know. I'm taking – I'm taking. Uh, it's going to be close. Yep, you're going Blake. Blake. Yep. Cool. I'm going to eat my words about Christian Watson. Um, next matchup, Tom Roth versus Matt. Tom Roth is projected 125. Matt's projected 139. Should I He's pick first or should you Doug pick first? Gins. Yeah, you, you can pick first. Sure. I think I'm taking Tom Roth in the upset city. Uh, good, because I'm I'm picking Matt. I was no matter what you picked, I was going Matt. Really? We we yep. we're gonna do it opposites on purpose. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Not how I roll. No, no, I know. Me either. Totally. I would never do that on purpose for the sake of the content. <laughs> uh roll on to the next one. Dylan versus Colin. Uh oh, Colin. Me. Oh wow, that was quick. And this is easy because obviously I'm Dylan's biggest fan, so I'm mm-hmm. taking Dylan. What's uh, he's got? Aaron Jones. Then what's he doing? Aaron Jones only has three point two points right now. That's Not right. He's great. like kind of the same. Oh yeah. Well, it's really almost half, isn't it? The score is six to seven. Woof. Like someone's if, if, kickers might be doing all right. Hopefully Green Bay, I mean, for Aaron Jones, like to do well. Hopefully Green Bay jumps up and then just like kind of runs the ball the rest of the night. They're I mean, they should win. get his touches either way, but we'll see what happens. It's already five minutes left in the second quarter, and he only has 20 yards right now. So that's not great. It's definitely a positive for me so far. Yes, I would say so. If Aaron Jones comes out of this game with less than 10 points, that's big time positive for you. Big time. And I mean, obviously, just like, yeah, that has all that's implications for your playoff hopes right there. Like, not even just like this week. Yeah, all right. Turn this on and be like, don't fucking hand it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one Thomas versus Josh. Very close, 50-50. Should we do three, two, one? Say it at the same time. Yeah, hold on. Let me. I'm looking at their. Uh, all right. Yeah. You you do the count. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Josh Thomas. <laughs> all right. Wow. I can't believe we were spot on. Jinx. Yeah. All right. You took Thomas. Big mistake. Nope. Zeke's not playing this week. So you don't think for Thomas. Oh, is that are you hoping you're, you're <laughs> speaking that into yeah. existence? Speaking it into existence. Kareem Hunt, he hates playing in a dome. Hates it. Are you kidding me, dude? He's the most if they would have been playing in three feet of snow. Kareem Dome Hunt. <laughs> no, if they would have been playing in three feet of snow in Buffalo, Kareem would have had an amazing game. He would have went off, right? Yeah. Snowboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. All right. That wraps up the pod picks. We got a very competitive pod picks this week. Yeah. 
Did we we didn't pick any of the same, did we? None were the same. And that was not on purpose. Not planned at all. (laughs) Um, okay. That about wraps it up. One thing I I did mention um on another pod, but I want to say it again. Our trade deadline for our league is Wednesday, December 7th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Standard Time. time. (laughs) Right. Set your alarms. Okay. So if you're on the West Coast, if you're out in L.A. or you're Thomas and you're down in New Orleans and you're an hour behind us, it's it would be, Thomas, it would be 11 a.m. New Orleans time. (laughs) Okay. On December 7th. Hey, Nick, rumors are circulating. Thomas is back in town. Oh, he is back in town, but who knows? I mean, it's, you know, right. right. So that's that. We already talked about Brown's bills being relocated to Detroit. That's some bullshit, but Mm -hmm. okay. Unless you have any of the bills wide receivers. Well, we're probably closer to Detroit, right? We are. Yeah. You have to drive like past Uh, Cleveland to get to Detroit from, from Buffalo. Come on over, Bills. I mean, Did I guess you could just drive go across do, the lake. Do you think they drive or fly? They Probably drive. fly. Yeah. Hopefully their plane gets delayed. Big snowstorm in Buffalo, I hear. That's true. Maybe they did drive. Who knows? I mean, I get the reason they did it. Although I think it's maybe the NFL using their ultimate <laughs> I mean, dictator you powers know to fuck the Browns. Feet of snow is. Yes. Like, think about even the stands. Like, you can't. So they're just saying, like, oh, we want it to be safe for the fans to come travel to the game. It's like, that's bullshit, dude. Protect Josh Allen. I mean, give him what I get it. Like, you owe the you owe safe passage to the fans to get them there safely and stuff. But at the same time, do they delay games for this type of thing? Like, if you couldn't change the venue, what would happen? I got that's what I'm saying. If this was a playoff game, it, what, what would ha- I don't yeah, what do you do? Because then that throws off the whole rest of the schedule for to me. It feels like the NFL saying, Oh, well, dude, the number one offense in the league, the Bills can't play in, in the snow. So we well, I, put them- they're just good for the NFL. They're popular. yeah, I know, but that's like, what I'm saying. Like it's kind of bullshit. Yep. Then if, if like, it's okay, bad if for the was- NFL to play in snow, then everybody should have a fucking dome. Right. Why is hey, any, dude, why are they outdoor stadiums? Then? If this was Cleveland versus like Carolina in Cleveland and we were having a snowstorm, do you think they moved the game? No, like, no one would give a fuck because right, everyone would be like, who fucking cares? Because it's Carolina. Well, right. because it's like it's a bad Browns matchup. It's, right. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing about that, I guess it's Colin, that's maybe a bad example because the reason they're doing it is for the fan safety. Oh, the NFL shit. doesn't give a fuck about yeah. the Browns fans. They don't no. give a fuck about the Browns fans. No. The Brown, the NFL has been actively making it harder and harder to be a Browns fan. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> fuck the We're NFL. Getting close Browns to uh, against the Deshaun's world. return. Yep. And then it'll really be Browns against the world. Yeah. We'll really see how things I mean, change then. Yeah. The environment up in Cleveland. I, I should. I guess the environment in Cleveland won't be. It might be more like rowdy towards visiting fans. Right. Cause like, everyone, you know, imagine how annoying it's going to be. All the massage jokes and like everybody yeah. hates the Browns now. Everybody. Right. And so going and to an away game sucked. is going yeah. to be brutal. When he plays away, it's going to be brutal. Do we play the Texans at home or away? There, I think. That is insane that the NFL does that. Right. Like, I understand the trade happened after the schedule was already released and shit, but. No, the, but yeah, but the suspension was. The suspension issued. wasn't. Yeah. And right. It's, again, I just said a few minutes ago, the NFL doesn't give a fuck. Well, it's a about business. Browns fans. No, it's a business. Yeah, it's a business. You'd think oh, that they Deshaun's would want. coming back. Oh, you would yeah, think they would playing. want Deshaun back on the field. You think they would want the Browns fans who are one of the best fan bases in the NFL, one of the largest fan bases in the NFL and the oldest and most historic, you'd think the NFL would want us to be a little bit successful, would want the Browns to make the playoffs. That would make them real money. If they had <laughs> a team that, that 
was historic and that had a huge fan base all across the country make the playoffs. Like the Browns, if we were actually good, we we could be comparable to like Dallas. Yeah. Like in terms of fan base and, and being oh, like dude, a national we, we, fan base. We, yeah, we, there's so many Browns fans and they're good fans. We've been going to the games forever and we suck. Imagine like a good franchise. Right. If we had something to root for, imagine if the Browns had something to really and, get And they said, you know for. what? Hey, we're going to suspend this guy. And then for ratings, he's going to be not suspended playing against his old team. Unreal, dude. Yeah. Fuck the NFL, man. That's crazy. <sighs> and, and, uh, yeah, it, conveniently, Deshaun's the return. Yeah, all that, and then they bring him back for the ratings. It's like, wow. What yeah. is it a primetime like game? I don't even think it's a primetime game. Well, I, I think it's a 1 p.m. game. And I, I think it must be like a local market. I don't know. I don't know. None of it makes sense to me. Why would they do that? It doesn't. It's a scam. Whatever it is, Nick. It's a scandal. Welcome. I know. Welcome. That's what I'm saying. The NFL, it's some fishy, dude. Yep. It's all right. Like they hate going to the get Browns. a dome win. No, we're getting a dome win. They did it pro Browns. Do you want the Browns to get a dome? Fuck no. I kind of do, man. Why? You want, oh, dude, that would be just, I would throw up. I would walk in there and be like, well, I know like Kareem Hunt wouldn't play well if we got a dome, but everybody else probably (laughs) would. And wouldn't it be kind of nice to like go to a game and not be miserable in the fucking I think it's part of the Browns experience, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of right. Imagine walking into like Cleveland, like you're going to watch a Browns game and you're like all cozy in your dome. It just would be weird. It'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be super it'd be nice. Sweet. <laughs> but no. I mean, uh, we'll see. I think we will get a dome eventually, to be honest. I think everyone will. They want to. Well, if they're going to fucking move games because right. of goddamn snowstorms, I think everyone then everybody will. should have a fucking and, dome. And it does kind of make sense. But, but no, I'd like it's like, hey, you're fucking coming to Cleveland. You're playing outside. That's okay. Being a pussy That's boy. the thing. If they if that is part of the game, but obviously it's not, it's no so, longer part of the game. Yeah, obviously right. they, they were want talking about that. Dude. They don't want weather to mm-hmm. have to affect the game. They don't want weather to affect the product on the field, which I get that. I get that. But part of the draw to football is that it's not like baseball. You can play in the rain. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like basketball. You can play in the snow. You can play outside in, in inclement weather. And and it gives like, you know how Miami even does that. They like fucking roast right. out the other side. Yeah. There's, there's advantages to playing certain places outside right. yeah i don't know but I, but with them doing this it's almost like all right we're just gonna fucking make everyone get done if some teams have domes then everybody should have domes if you know what i mean i don't i, I just, just hate i just don't like that but i think that's what's gonna happen i don't know what the, who knows shit when we get a dome and i'm nice and uh cozy i'm not wearing like a i, I, I mean i walk <laughs> in and take my coat off yeah dude oh man that'd be great but like, can you just picture like all these wasted Browns fans like being indoors? Like it, I don't know. I've never been to a dome football been game. Indoors, me either. We should go. We should find a stadium and like right. do a I, I just think it'd be so like I imagine going watching like hockey or basketball. It's like, but then it would be a football field. What? I'd be sick. It'd be weird. It would be. Weird. I mean, it's probably crazy. Probably loud. Probably loud as fuck. You know, we would make it rowdy. Yeah, I think Thomas went to New Orleans. We should ask him. He did. They're, he did. He went to the, he went to a game while he was down there. Yeah, I mean, I just want a new stadium. Yeah, I want a new updated stadium. I want like a stadium where there's like standing room to watch the game. Dude, just give us something. You're not every single place in the Browns <laughs> stadium to like stand and drink a beer and stand is blocked off. You can't see any of the field. And it's like, it's definitely on purpose. Like they want you in your seat to watch the game. And I get that, but we're paying all this money to go to the game. And like, if I can't stand up and watch the game while I'm drinking a beer, that's bullshit, dude. Yeah. That's bullshit. If I can't, just cause me and my buddies can't get tickets in the same spot. Doesn't mean we should go to the game and not be able to meet up for a beer. Yeah. You know how like Inside. Indians have that little standing. Yeah. In the back. Where you can, yeah. In the outfield. Well, like other stadiums have it now. Like look at, look at uh, Jerry world. You know, I know that's an extreme example, but 
they have like standing areas all over they have hanging can, out areas almost it seems yeah, it's like, like high top tables where you which can, is smart yeah it's great you're right that's how i want to watch the game in like a bar atmosphere but right there in the stadium why you don't yeah. want to sit you, you want to sit shoulder to shoulder with them i like, want to have drunk, the michael d's uh, experience guy yeah right there in the brown stadium no i don't want to i am you know I what, mean, dude? You maybe guys know me, but petition to get for, a spot in First Energy. That would be sick. I mean, for all all my friends who are listening, you guys know me and what I physically look like. But for my overseas fans that are listening <laughs> to me right now, I'm extremely broad-shouldered and uh, round of belly, and I don't <laughs> fit well in these little stadiums. Dude, seats. they're small for me. And I'm tiny. Yeah, right. Me and Thomas sit there and I'm literally like scrunching my shoulders together just to give poor Thomas some fucking room. Or like when it's it's like I gotta piss. When it's 90 degrees outside and I'm sweating my dick off and I don't want to touch anybody, and I know damn well nobody wants to touch me. It's like damn, this is rubbing sweaty elbows. (laughs) That's terrible. At least in the winter, it's nice because you're like cuddling up and like keeping everybody else around you warm. Yeah, but that's an I hate sitting in the middle of the row. Oh, it's I, terrible. I'm drinking beer, so I'm going to have to pee. And then oh, you got to make everyone stand up and they're looking at me. Me and Thomas sit right in the middle. It's terrible. Yeah, it sucks. Anyways, I digress. But you got anything else on your mind you want to get off? I, off no, your chest? I don't think so. That was a good, that was a good episode. <laughs> I kind of forgot we were still recording at the end. I know. <laughs> we did a lot. We talked about a lot. It's going to be a long one. I know for a fact Blake will not listen to this. He will not be listening. Even if he heard this podcast, he will not be listening to this portion right now. I guarantee you. So for my few uh, big followers, I'm pretty sure like Shuey, Tyler, those two will listen to this. The guys that asked You made it to the secret hidden portion of the pod. Right. Little Easter egg for you boys. Yeah. Hey, if anyone's listening, I'll give you a free trade. Ooh. Not really, but just yeah. Hey, Colin. Yeah. If anybody's listening, Colin will trade you Cooper Cup for free. Yes. Right here. For free. Right here. Yep. So just text us. Uh text us the code 6969. You'll only get it here if you're listening to this part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by my team. Free Cooper Cup trade. Brought to you by Colin the Mustache. All right. Speaking of Colin the Mustache, I am Commissioner Humphreys. We are signing off for the night because it's getting late and I have shit to do. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully you lasted this long. And like (laughs) Colin said, peace.